0: what am i doing yeah uh i am attempting to unfuck something with super glue before we go live because i probably won't have a chance to do it before tomorrow and then i'll be thinking about it all of tomorrow so that's what i was like i'll just quickly fix this then i can uh finally get some rest eh welcome to game of nodes a weekly podcast independent validator teams. Hello and welcome to Game of Notes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. And this week we're going to be talking about the final couple of stages in the World of Uh, what ultimately happened with Sepp Kuss. Uh Spoiler alert, he won the GC, taking it out above his teammates, uh, Jonas Vingegaard and, Jonas, and uh, Primoz Roglic, who slipped down to third after Vingegaard's attack Which we discussed in the last podcast. So, uh, what what did you guys think on the final GC standings in the in the Vuelta? It turned out it was all a bit of a nothing burger, really. The internal politics of Jumbo Visma. Uh, Do you think it's going to have some impact on them as we kind of moved into the mid like the end of the season, Italian classics, and then uh, you know next season, what they might we might be thinking of in terms of GC and the Grand Tours?
1: I have no idea what in the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) I swear to God, you you made up every one of those terms in there. Those are not real yeah. names. Are they even real words? <laughs> <Some> <laughs>
0: it's all, all real news. words. It's all the real sport. It's all so. actually kind of, uh, yeah, well, it's not, I don't think any of that was, was, there were no takes. There were no takes involved. Um, but no, it's just kind of no, the end of the Vuelta a España was, was not as exciting as it could have been. Although, um,
1: Are you talking about football?
0: <laughs> cycling.
1: Cycling, <laughs> so, yeah. 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 goose. Football,
0: like, I, I did I football. football. I mean, I say football a lot, but <laughs> I don't actually watch football. Uh,
1: yay, yay. What is it? Is it train spotting where the the girls come up there? What are you all talking about? Football, what you're talking about? Shopping,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Um, yeah, somebody I know, uh, basically uh, came. He was, he, was go- he was going to visit uh, his cousin, right? So he came up to, he, he, he went up to the city where he lived um, and he knew he was going to have like a few hours before he saw him and he wouldn't have anything to do. And he was like, fuck, what do I do? And so he went and bought a football on his way to the train station and then went like 300 miles across the country with this football under one arm. And then when he got there, just got went near to the place where he's meeting his mate, saw a park and then just started like kicking a football around on his own and then a group of lads were like, "Hey, you uh, just we, we just," I, he's like, "I'm just waiting for some guys." But hey, yeah, we can have a kick around while you know, fucking always late, aren't they? And then he just started a big game of football in the park. It was like football, and then was ages late to meet his actual cousin who was there to meet. And then when he came, he turned up, barges way into this place. His his cousin was not there yet. By the way, everybody is late in the story, and this guy just knocks on the door. They open the door. He kicks a football through the door and goes football, and they're like sorry what and he just like goes uh, kind of conga lines his way into the house cracking a beer as he goes and they're like is that so-and-so's mate is that his cousin is who are we expecting today and he's like football it's like what are you doing football what have you been football. doing football and then his, his cousin arrives and he's like all right mate. what, what have you been doing the last few hours we've been waiting for me he's like football um so yeah that's a story about football <laughs> where, where the football was said a lot um and then there was a big house party there, and everybody was saying football. And then a bunch of those lads went to Glastonbury Festival with a massive flag. They got a flag made up, six by four foot, that said football. And then it ended up on in the on the BBC in the UK, they show the festival footage, and they just kept panning to this flag and being like, hmm, some football fans in the in the audience. There you go. There's a story about held, football.
2: Was that held by Setkus? <laughs>
0: Uh, Seb Coos, as it turned out, was the guy with the football. That was the American cousin. He was the American cousin. He was over from uh, where is he from, Colorado?
2: Uh, no, your, I think, your, your no, day? we, yeah, I think we said we thought it was Wyoming, but it wasn't Wyoming. I think it was Colorado, right?
0: Yeah, Schultz got really excited about Wyoming, but we, then it, yeah, because I, I said
2: Wyoming and got really excited because there was somebody somewhat famous, although fame that's a stretch. <laughs>
0: He'll so. be famous. He'll be famous now, though. Is he? Because, because you know, your so lackluster win. Yeah, his how he got the time gap initially was a cracking, cracking piece of cycling. Oh,
2: I don't want to hear about it. You just go watch the stage. Okay, and also aboard, he he blurred
0: himself out. He's literally he's blurred himself out. <laughs> so he's got wank.
1: Yeah, what the fuck's going on? With this cunt. <laughs> Lovely.
0: Um, Lovely. So. It. I had uh, well. I will. I also have a yes. Ooh. So for those, uh, so do you want to go straight into Nell's news corner? And in the meantime, I'm going to troll the chat.
1: We fucking discuss that there is no <laughs> Nell's news corner. Robin did to a really sprinkle, good job last sprinkle week. Sprinkle the news during the episode. Fucking can't. I'm going <laughs> to not,
2: not the fucking banner, please.
1: Oh, Fuck. God. The, the banner, banner. Oh, can't. i'm exhausted hey,
2: the omniflix team actually your boy joseph who i think works on your team right No. yeah but is Joke. he part of, joe is he part of omniflix as well does he do work for both or is he kind of like an ambassador there or is that part of king notes or what's the story uh no he he like um he does some work for them as well so he asked uh, they're doing an omniflix chat today um which was really cool. Like I got, then they want to do like, they do like validator roundtables and just ask some questions and things like that. That was on a Twitter space this morning, uh, East coast time. Um, and I, I was thinking it was like a half an hour. I think we were on that, that, that thing went on for like two hours. And so I'm a little bit spent. It was good though. Like we we talked a lot about governance and I shed on that a little bit. Um, they talked about validator operations. There was a lot of good questions from community members around, um, different types of things and, and somebody uh, an nft collection holder was asking a bunch of questions around whether nft teams should start validators um, and what that means so i had some opinion
1: <laughs> what was the uh like what was the general gist of those like so okay mm. a couple of things with omniflex first of all yep. uh i i assume that the um validator expansion was an item of discussion it was actually it wasn't early on and then syslik hopped hopped on um and that's i guess that's
2: omniflix prop 16 and so we collectively said that every change should now probably just skip six number 16 prop 16s a video yeah, yeah it's like a <laughs> it's an auto veto it's kind of like like hotel level you know floor 13 you just skip it and so yeah just go from prop 15 to 17 uh, but prop 16 on omniflix um I Voted abstain, but usually I would vote no on these. And so
1: they were so just looking for somebody else to be able to talk about it. I had voted abstain and then I changed it to no. Yeah, I, I probably will as well. I'm not sure if the vote's still open. I said I said I probably would too. So
2: I you know, I, I was very open around, you know, uh Sisla brought up because I think I think they're in a tough spot. I think most chains are a tough spot about this because I think ultimately they don't want to expand the set because just slows block times, there's really no benefit, but they want to be able to support what the community wants. And I was just saying it was, you know, a little bit of theater um, and it's better to kind of really work more around um, changing the Nakamoto and, you know, getting that, getting that number higher um, and try to try to work on the top of the chain, not the bottom of the chain. Because who gives a shit about five validators joining at 0.3% total? Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it's not
1: doing anything. And so, um, yeah. So anyway. Well, I mean, like, sorry, just something you said, like the. Mm -hmm. The slower block times then. Like I, I don't think that the effect on like block time and it's a small overhead, really. It depends on how many you're at it. but it's a it's an overhead you can't fucking get rid of. You can't and, I mean you, you can lower it, right? I mean you can lower that yeah, it's really but tough then to you, do so. You well, it's not you just lower it. Well, like I you mean, put in a fucking it's proposal cultur- and It's culturally difficult to do so. Technically, it's easy. You just
2: fucking put the proposal on and people vote out and
1: it's gone, it's done. But yeah, yeah. And, but people get fucking. Well,
0: it's, you know, that, it's that. It's it's like um, it's like convergence on zero, isn't it? Basically, you're just like, well, eventually.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it does. It. it does increase the overhead. I mean, I mean, like, like say, I mean, say wouldn't I don't think say would be able to do it at 50, much less 75. It clearly wouldn't be able to do it at 100 validators, right? Um, they, like, they, what do you mean? it would actually
1: be, fucking function. <laughs> yeah, like it
2: wouldn't like they would never get they would never keep that block time. They would never like it just there's just there's just a speed of light issue
1: here. They um, would in
2: some of these types of things.
1: They would, but the the so the shittiest performing validators would always be getting jailed. They would just yeah, they would just get cool. completely messed every time, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, because it also it depends work, on
1: latency is too low,
2: not just shitty performing, but if, if everybody was in
1: Germany in, in two data centers, then you probably you could probably make it work, but well, but even that's that, it. It even that, it'd, it'd end up like really centralized because people would be like fighting to make sure they're in that top fucking sixty seven percent that right. does the signing and right. people who don't make it in time. So it'll it'd be like the, the network would wait for sixty seven percent and then sign. Right. And then no. whoever didn't make it would get fucking eventually jailed because they're obviously running the shitty hardware. So that's right. So it'd be like people would have to people would be jacking up their hardware to like I, I, be first and then that's what and we do on like, say hey. That's what we do on say. Like like not, not from a validator perspective but like our ability to
2: keep a zero lag As the farther you move away from Germany the harder it is for that node to stay active or to stay to stay on lag zero because or and to stay at the at the height because you can actually watch like I can watch logs coming across and there's a, there's a speed of light issue here as well on my logs right because I'm getting logs from halfway across the earth which is 200 milliseconds no matter what and the, and you have block times at 387 milliseconds so the, by the time I, I see them it's kind of fucked but the, I, I've noticed that I need to have stronger hardware the farther I am I, I am away from Germany. Uh, like the node needs to be faster because the blocks are coming in delayed.
0: Yeah, right. You so need to I can run that
2: quicker to get it back in time. Yeah. You got it. So I I can I have to run like like seventy nine like seventy like fifties or those types of things in the U.S. Where in Germany I can run twenty three eighty eights because I think the node actually needs a process to block somewhat faster to be able to do that now how scientific that is i don't i don't really know i just i'm just kind of watching it and and frankly those are the, the, the cost difference of those is not a big deal so it's not really that big of a deal but but because we were talking to like other because i was working with a bunch of um i don't know how we get in this topic but we we're working with a bunch of uh cex's that are on say and they're all running at aws and um and some of those are having real trouble like staying on 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 the on the on the head and part of that is because they there's a lot of bad peers and say um because i think people run lower nodes and then they're in the peer book and then you start peering against nodes that are lagged way out right in those types of issues um but also they're they need to really bump the specs and their specs are like ridiculously high at aws like they're crazy expensive um because they they need yeah. to have fast processing time crazy
0: expensive do? on aws and was like hold Dude,
2: on i i'm talking I'm to some of these it. groups they're running they're running nodes that are a dollar 75 an hour Yeesh. plus plus egress on mm. say which is like fucking crazy right there's a lot of data depending on how many how many and there are of like mean, 200 peers. so it's running. probably
0: your your nodes are a dollar 77 an hour bro yeah i mean, I mean honestly
2: it's, it's probably a five to seven thousand dollar a month node like it, it probably is like when you get into it like it's i it's mean crazy
0: that's what we were spending on aptos <laughs> i know well, you, but you
2: actually had, well, yeah, all right, had two nodes. We had dedicated
0: yeah. IOPS as well. I uh, like reserve yeah, yeah, yeah. as yeah. well because the disc was the big bottleneck. So yeah, I can't even, That's I can't, tough, I'd yeah. have to look back in our configuration in the Terraform, but I think we were, I think something like 64,000. I was about to say hundred, but no, I think it might be thousand iops. It was a huge number. I
2: think it's, I like IO one. I think is sixty four thousand. It's like sixty four
0: thousand. That, that's IO1. all. That's
2: all sand based. I don't even know what the hell that is. That has to be like I don't even know. I don't even know what that storage looks like. Like it's all cache and RAM, and then like I don't even know what the, the connection is. What like over like a hundred gig. <laughs> between the ec2 instances and the actual drives like i don't even know how that shit yeah. works but i it's mean crazy.
0: it's all it's all just their own virtualization mesh isn't it it's like their own it's not so yeah it. so but anyway um, back
2: to back to Amiflex. so so, so I, basically i was just kind of i think i might change my vote as well or to say no but i, I was just kind of boo pooing on the the idea that it actually makes any sort of any sort of difference and i don't even know what the buy-in and the buy-in actually was i thought pretty high wasn't it no like it wasn't like nah, it's like fuck
1: all no, I thought it was like, I thought it was like $13,000 or something like that. Because um, somebody, possibly, like, I I am like the number six or validator thinking, there, I think. And maybe I'm thinking of a different one. The The TVL of my validator is like 20 grand. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, and,
2: and, I, and the other thing I was saying is like, I'm like, and even I was saying this to the NFT holder as well, like, or the NFT group, because they, they were talking about, is it worthwhile? I'm like, just assume you're, if you're going to, like, if you're going to, it's okay to run a node, but are you going to run a node for the rest of your life? Like, is this what you want to do? Like, do you want to be able to support this? Running a node is easy. Running operations that are resilient and, and you're saying, I'm going to do this forever. Um, Being on pager
0: duty is fucking exhausting.
2: It's exhausting, right?
1: And then like, like if this like, is what you want to be able to do. I think
0: that the, the thing, sorry to cut it a little bit, but I think the thing right. that we perhaps have not oh, are you sorry, done well, like, a little bit, of course. <laughs> um because yep. yep. i was making good points here and and i why don't what do i know i'm a tired idiot right um but I, but i think one of the things we've 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 talked about on the podcast before we talked about burnout we talked about a few other different things that kind of relate it and like obviously if you run a small business which is inherently what all of us do it's quite hard to take holiday and you know that's uh yeah you know, I, t- I literally in the last week or two i've taken my first sort of 10 day just like I had, I had a holiday a little bit earlier in the summer for five days and then I've just taken another 10 days off. And this is like the most holiday I've taken in years and years and years and years and years and years, and years. And, you know, some time with the sun and whatnot. And it's been great. But like we're number one, you're bad at that when you're a small business 2 you're bad at it when you're a validator. And three, you're super, super bad at it when you're constantly on pager duty and your know, pager duty. I know that I'm probably one of the only ones pe- here that is, relies very heavily on sort of contract for the odd bits of additional stuff like we we that's basically how we expand our resource base uh, with how we work and the very last thing you can get people to pay you can pay them to do is on calls right because anybody who's a contractor who's an infrastructure engineer is doing that so they can get paid more for doing nine to five and never having to do fucking pager duty again right um so so inherently you End up taking almost all of you know that that stress, and it means that even when you do take time off, to usurper's point, do you want to do this for the rest of your life? Okay, maybe rest of your life is a stretch, but you know a lot of networks we've, we we validate ten years, five years, fifteen yeah. years. 20 a lot years. of networks we validate right now have been in production for two years now. Right, yep. Aptos is nearly on its first birthday. Juno's second birthday is mm-hmm. in what ten days? Ditto Stargaze. You know these are networks that we've been all of us running for for a couple of years in production now. And even if you're on holiday, even if you do decide to take a holiday, which as I kind of got was going through there and you need to do this by the way, otherwise you will eventually crash your node out because you're too tired and you're too burnt out. So, you know, blah, blah, blah.
2: I mean, not to mention on chains that are all losing money.
0: (laughs) On chains that are all losing money, yeah. So It's not not like it's a,
2: like, oh shit, I got to be up at 2am because, but I'm making, you know, 20,000 a month best. or something like, yeah, yeah. All right. Like,
0: but, but that's the thing. Like, even when you're on holiday, you're still checking, like, e- even if you are like, ah, this week I'm off, I'm not going to do any work work. You're still mm-hmm. checking your page. You're, you're still, you know, checking at, at various times. And sure. I think I told the story of when the first Juno cyber attack happened. That was like in that year, right? I only took about four or five days off and it was the. F- it was basically just immediately post COVID when we could travel. I went to spend some time with my my dad, and I had to cut my holiday short because of the Juno cyber attack. Oh yeah, I remember uh, that. Happened. How it happened when I was up a mountain with him, and yeah. uh, <laughs> it's just. I like, well, I was like, well, I, I, literally had. To, I looked at my. We, we were just like, about we, we was like, oh, do you, do you want to stop and get a coffee or something? I was like, that's a great idea. Just take, uh, just like, pick something you know as you do when you stop somewhere and you're just like, oh, just take out my phone. And see what's happening. Shouldn't have looked, lads. Shouldn't have looked. Yep. I had it on vibrate. And I was like, "Ah, oh, in a minute, the thing has been vibrating in my pocket. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. A hundred messages, messages from Max, all this sort of thing. <laughs> I was like, right, uh, we need to leave. <laughs> this is done. This shit is, we're, we're, we're done. But like, that's the thing, isn't it? When, when, and, 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 you know, back to your point as well about like talking to teams about should we run a validator to make money? Well, at the moment, to make money? No, because you're not going to make money, number one. No and number two do you have the skill i mean some networks are much harder to run than others aptos much harder to run say much harder to run Mm -hmm. juno stargaze etc relatively well understood at this point They've in production a long time Mm -hmm. do you do you want to a can you a can you run it b are you going to make any money and c can you run it for the long term because that's it's tough logistically it's tough on a mental health perspective it's tough on a financial perspective because you're not going to, be able to find people to help you or it's very difficult to find people to help you and <clears throat> you're kind of on your own you're a bit angry. um yeah the validator life is like it's much more glamorous in a bull market let's say at the yeah, moment yeah sure. i don't know like but then you know the question is well, how are those teams going to make money i mean back to the perennial question we ask every week on this podcast right how, how do you make money in this industry if we knew we'd be doing it right
2: I mean you go you go from chain to chain and you find opportunity to opportunity and you get lucky in some areas and you <coughs> miss some, you win some, that's it, right? But I, I think it's
1: and then and you then run the ghost chains for the rest of your life. And then <laughs> and then you, you carry
2: you carry you carry that's right. so you just, losers with you, you carry all these things forward because getting out of chains I think is the real the real challenge too. Like, we've talked about that before, but like like getting and the other thing I was I was telling in this city it's not just running the validator, but like I mean, you're running it, and even if you, you you want to use a third party and those types of things, if you're going to, if you don't know what you're doing, because you're not only worrying about your piece, but you're also carrying the tokens of others, right? So if you're double sign, or if you get slash or something else, you're carrying the burden of others' gains or whatever. And so if you're going to take that seriously, um, there's there's some responsibility there with that. And uh, I, I think people get into this not thinking about that part of it, right? Like the ability to lose um, value for others and, and what you do about that. So, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, so anyway, that was my, that was my point on the Omnistex call. And and for that group, I said, you know, I'm like, if you want to use it as a marketing, I mean, there's a lot of marketers that are out there that, that use that run validators. Right. And even, uh, Liam from Stakecito was, is one of the, one of the, um, um, one of the, uh, um, kind of, I guess moderators of that call, and and I, I mean sixty. They're they're I mean they know what they're doing, right? So I think I think they've built some dec- a, a good team there in terms of being able to run. And, they, and they've had they they tombstone somewhere else, right? Didn't they get slashed on something? I forget. We we were talking about a while back. It was like last summer or something. They got, they got they got, they got to, maybe not tombstone. maybe They got slashed on something. Um, maybe, no, actually, I think they got tombstone somewhere. Somebody will remind me of what what chain that was. But it, it happens. It hap- it can happen, right? And depending on on, on the The operator and, and, um, and if you want to get in this game, like you have to be, you have to be pretty on top of it, um, for, for like a long time. And it's, and uh, so I was, my, my advice to them was like, if you want to pay $500 a month for the ability to have a validator on that piece, and you want to use it as a marketing tool, uh, then partner with somebody and recognize that you're not gonna make money on it and recognize that you're going to keep it going for a very, very long time.
1: And I think that probably turned that person off. (laughs) It wasn't It wasn't the uh, great thing. So, well, yeah, I mean, the, the point of like running it for a very, very, very long time really depends on like...
0: It's kind of beyond our control, isn't
1: it? Well, no, yes and no. So whether the network runs is whether or not everyone runs it or not, but whether or not you continue there is like a decision based on, you know, you respect for your delegators, I guess. Yeah. And And so you know, the considerations when you're shutting down is, like, is there any token value at all left? Mm-hmm. Uh, and will, like, what's the net effect to your delegators and how does that affect your brand and your community? And if if you don't make any money but your delegators are still making money, then, um, you know, it would be a business decision on your side to turn it off. It would be a morality decision uh, otherwise to keep it running for for them. I mean... Do you make an inherent commitment to just run it no matter what once you start a network? I think you do. Um, but we have also no. shut down particular networks, so we I'm considering um shutting down our T grade validator because there's really? not a lot going on there. Yeah, I thought
2: that was your uh, I thought you were really up on uh, on uh, on T grade and the and the um possibilities there.
1: Yeah, but so they but they launched it and it just hasn't had any real adoption whatsoever. So, yeah, um, you know, they, uh, they've they had recent things where they've said that, you know, they're working on this and that for this year. Um, I'm giving it a bit longer to see how it goes. I have to check uh, whether we're still under contract. Um, have never made money out of it. It's always been a yeah. loser for us. Uh, yeah. We haven't really sold any of the token or anything. So we've been running that network for probably over Maybe even two years now, at least a year, maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um but it doesn't that particular network it doesn't affect anyone if if I leave because that network's not based on um delegated proof of stake. It's 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 fee based, um, right? Sorry. Is it more fee based in terms of no it's, it's so it's the staking
0: is a different model that doesn't involve staking?
1: It's a whole different staking model oh, is and it- and your your voting weight and your um you know the return is ba- your return of the infl- inflation is based on uh, engagement and engagement points which you can then have staked to your validator so basically if i leave it only affects me like there's no one else that have they they potentially have, is people with engagement points um, yeah delegated to my validator but 9 times out of 10 the validators are the ones with the engagement points anyway. So I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you can always join later. Like uh, at the moment, it's just we're printing empty block after empty block. So, well, I mean, there's, a. I mean, that's pretty common. Yeah. A lot in a lot of chains. Right. So, I mean,
2: I I think I, yeah, I I don't know. It's a, it's a, uh, and the other thing is like, if you're thinking long-term is, all right, do we have the opportunity to like, are we going to hold off on the, some of these types of things? And we have the opportunity for it to to be in a good position later. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of have a, a little bit of a negative opinion towards some of those types of things. I think that um, things that have already peaked and you're down, you know, 90% or 95% or 98% from some sort of all time high. Uh, it's really difficult for those to actually come back, not to that all time high, but even, even to come back at all. Cause there's, there's so many opportunities for somebody to, to fork a chain and come up with a similar idea. and, and Yeah. And then some new then marketing the and the next then thing is shiny and it out
0: again in the next bull market. Right. Yeah. And, and then, then something else is the, shiny. The tokenomics and whatnot, like you go like, okay, well, if the all time high was a dollar, right. Um, and I expect it to recover in three years to 20 cents. Right. Mm-hmm. You go like, well, by then the tokenomics will probably have radically changed. Right. So minting will be less profitable. Mm-hmm. um and then a commission which may be between five and ten percent right uh is gonna nas x amount right but that's now x amount which is let's say it probably like we're talking by the time the ball runs uh, comes back around we're probably talking another year maybe longer don't know um not fi- not financial advice uh but like on a lot of chains with kind of the early cosmos Ponziomics um you're going to see that you'll be making like a quarter maybe less in terms of like minting like inflation rewards um which anyway when the price starts going up is going to cause its own problems because everybody's going to get the same idea they're all going to run for the exit so the price is going to have a choppy way to get back up and then the other problem you're going to have is that let's say the price even does recover you're as validator reliant because we don't have another economic model other than inflation rewards which we've talked about at length on this podcast in the past mm-hmm. you know you're making a much smaller absolute number from your previous percentage right both in terms of any tokens yourself delegating right. but also in terms of anything that is delegated to you so it's even like there's even less incentive like if you're going to make money probably any thing that you you as a company would make would be from your existing tokens you've already staked or compounded that that's going to far outstrip anything that comes into your validator i, I would have thought anyway mm-hmm. um so th- so there's a very weird like like a di- the- this is back again I, mean, I guess this is more a question of tokenomics really in a lot of ways than it is about market forces which is that there's actually like a pretty heavy disincentive if you're a genesis validator on one of these high inflation in the first year type chains to actually keep running your validator past year or two or three because at that point, you you will have extracted the maximal value you can mathematically ever extract from that chain. So, your best bet is actually to just withdraw and stake your tokens with another validator. The only reason you might not want to do so is jurisdictional reasons, or if you don't trust, if there's not another validator you trust and to, to, to stay up. But there are a lot of good validators that continue running. Uh. So, I know it's an interesting question. I know Null's talked about it quite a lot, that particular question of like, where are you actually? Getting like, where would you? Obviously, we're not really making money at the moment, but uh, in the cosmos anyway. But like, where would you be hypothetically making money from? Is it tokens that you got at Genesis or near Genesis from inflation, or is it future tokens? Almost always the former. So,
1: the only thing I would add to that is the morality. Like, you're talking purely from a profitability perspective, but you also have to consider your users. And I think is probably like the worst time. the The worst time you could shut down your your validator is in the depth of a bear market when no one's paying attention. Because then you know they might have picked your brand because they trust you, and then you shut down your validator while no one's paying attention, and you're down bad. But then you know they come back when the enthusiasm returns to the market and find that they haven't received rewards for the last six months because they fucking, you know, you fucked them. So... Right. Nobody's watching. I, don't, I don't know. Like, you know, things like Juno, Stargaze, um, even Chihuahua, like during the bull market and when they launched, you know, I feel like we, we did well enough out of those um, and took profits off the table enough that we can at least give them a chance for a long time. Um, You know, I I kind of have a bit of a limit to where I'm willing to see things go. And my limit is if my TVL gets below like 10 grand. Yeah. That's when I'm sort of looking at turning it off. Like we're not making money after at at the inflation rates at the moment. Like, you know, a lot of them are sort of between say seven and 30%. And Mm -hmm. if, if there's a TVL below, like two hundred thousand, you're already not making money,
2: right? At five percent, probably
1: haven't been making money for a while.
2: At five percent, so, right? yeah,
1: yeah, at five percent, mm-hmm. and you know we we won't go over five percent, um, right? For the most part, so uh, like all of our validators are five percent. That's also a decision,
2: right? To stay to say at two at two hundred thousand at five percent. That's my that's my limit, and I would rather leave the chain than up than increase my commission.
1: Yeah, so let me quick math this. So say if we've got Mm two hundred thousand, and there's give it a generous amount, fifteen percent of inflation. Yeah, this isn't accounting for like dilution and it fucking going down. Mm -hmm. Five percent of that, fifteen hundred bucks a year, one hundred twenty-five bucks a month. That's actually probably at what? At what? At what dollar amount? So that's just taking into account TVL. So oh, if, if you're yeah, if your validator has two hundred grand, and then the you. inflation on that, assuming that the price is static, the yeah, inflation I mean. of fifteen percent gives you X, and then you take five percent, it's about fifteen hundred bucks. um that. for a year. That, that doesn't cover that. the cost of the doesn't cost of the that servers. Fucking, fucking that, that, that doesn't co- cover an hour of my time. Like no, yeah, it
0: doesn't. Yeah, yeah. but so, again, if it's a, if it's a low an hour, you bill fifteen hundred dollars an hour. <laughs>
1: Um no on a monthly basis oh okay. 100, yeah hundred and twenty five yeah, yeah. bucks a month I I definitely build more than one hundred and twenty five bucks a hour. yes absolutely yeah yeah okay. yeah I, I think that's that's a that's a good that's a good actually set of
2: math and then and then I think you make a decision from there whether or not it's is this what's the propensity for growth and what's the the value of the chain do we think it's undervalued or is it overvalued right and those types of things I think you yeah so a based on that let, let, but, but, also
0: to be but, fair for to for. Just to cut in again, sorry now, but like your your math's just there where you're like, oh actually no, $125 an hour. Like that's another one of those numbers that sounds like a lot on paper. And <laughs> then if you've ever had to try, if you've ever had to pay a freelance infrastructure engineer, and because you're talking kanga bucks as well, aren't you? No, that's well, not USD. USD. Well, okay. Yeah. USD, there's I would think a slim chance you can get a decent infra person for $125 an hour, much less one who understands the cosmos.
1: Yeah, but you have to pay that person for fucking 40 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. That's why,
0: yeah. like, even if you could, you can't. And even if you could, it would be more than that. And so, like, your masses, if anything, like, on the face of it, you're like $125 an hour. That sounds high. It's like, no, if anything, yeah. that's actually pretty low. That's yeah, actually. Well, well, it's also for one hour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's not like, it's not no. 125 times 160 a month.
0: It's, uh, it's. We- for the, risk of doing the taxes <laughs> slash accountancy discussion it's like all nothing. It's, it's the it six, is nothing. It's it. It's six months into the year now. Uh, pretty much was, it's just coming up to it. So <clears throat> I was doing our running accounting. I was trying to work out where like, it, it's really interesting. I guess I'm observing like just how those small incremental costs that you just go, Oh, that's the cost of running the business. We have to do it. Servers, AWS, whatever it might be. Yeah. And how quickly that stuff adds up. Holy like, shit. Holy shit. Like
2: I I canceled I think I canceled 7 bare metal machines this week because I've been I was just on just a I was on around, a trying to work. Well, I was I was on a well this 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 makes sense. Let's do this and then I was doing things. Well, this is going to expire in November. I might as well just do it now and bring up a separate one and this is a better deal and I'm trying to change providers on some shit and like all these types of things. Then I realized that like that I have a, you know, $12,000 a month infrastructure cost. And I'm looking at this going, what the fuck is going on? Like, where the hell did this come from? And I'm just not being smart about it, right? Because you get in that situation where where you're making decisions based off of long-term, but you look short-term and you realize that, like, what the hell is this, right? Um, but yeah, it's very easy. Those little things like, hey, this, this server's on a discount in this area. It's only 200 bucks a month in Singapore, which is a really cheap thing. And you're like, I'll get two because I could use them. And then you realize, oh, shit, that's 400 bucks a month, like another
0: $400 a month, right? Yeah. Or any uh, network where you always have to run a testnet, like you sometimes forget again. Oh yeah, you, right, right. And, and I mean, and, and obviously I, I know I, I bang on about it, but like, you know, one of the big things that we've, mo- we've moved off, re- uh, you know, in the last three, four months was was running a very large AWS rig for for Aptos. And we had to run that for testnet as well. So that was, a, that's one thing that, because our cost basis for that has changed, like you said, short-term and long-term. Like when you're like long-term, yeah. we need it to be up. Like- yeah. As long as it's, we know that above this dollar value, it's profitable. So you may as well do it. Don't worry about the cost basis too much. And then you like, when you change that and you see how it changes the numbers, you're like, well, yes and no, <laughs> yes and yeah. no. Right. Right. Um, you know, yes, you're still making money. But when you aggregate like, uh, whatever it is, like a 5K difference, four months after your company has 20 grand more in the bank. And you're like, oh, that's potentially the difference between seeing out another X months, you know, when, if, and when this ends or changes or whatever, that's runway. Right. And that's a huge difference. Like, um, and and you just, yeah, like you say, with your running around killing servers off, like you multiply that by a bunch of stuff and it is really surprising, but you know, like the second you've done it, right. You're just going to, as a business, go out the next day and start accruing more of those costs again. No, no, never again.
2: (laughs) Fucking no. So,
1: <laughs> Let me hit you with some more quick math, right? Just yeah. back on profitability. Yeah. So let's say, for example, I I run 13 networks at the moment, right? I, I conservatively run networks. I don't just jump on them all. So I, I, I resemble re- that in my remark. Actually, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm middle of the road, to be honest. So, so I have 13. There is four networks that have a TVL above 200,000. But let's make a assumption that they all have a tvl of two hundred thousand, right which they don't mm-hmm. um so say we're making 125 bucks per validator that's 1625 bucks a month right <laughs> mm-hmm. my USD or Canada. Cost, this is all usd okay my my infrastructure cost is probably five that's and ten dollars an hour ten yeah Plus, right. my infrastructure cost is five and a half grand a month, so it's a loss of fucking <laughs> four grand a month. I was like, I was, I was looking at my TVL
2: because I've, I've been using um behind the scenes. I've been uh, so this is kind of embarrassing to admit, to be honest. But I'm turning into a, a little bit of a, of a Zabbix person, and uh,
1: and you use it uh, once and you're hooked. A fucking.
2: <laughs> Well, we use, we use Grafana Prometheus for, like, everything, right? And we use Grafana very heavily for, like, trending and analysis and, like, other types of things, which is really good. Like, I have nothing against those tools. Like, I love it. And I love the, the timeline-based type of shit and all this type of stuff. But for, like, regular, like, for server meat management, like, I want to know the distemps and I want to be able to get alerts based off of, like, things dropping out of HAProxy. To write each of those uh, in, in Grafana is, and, and the alerting there is a bit of a pain in the ass, and it's kind of shit. And so, so Null is part of his, can I say this? Is that okay? That yeah. part of his, his, his holiday, um, a couple of us jumped in to be able to monitor some of King node's infrastructure to make sure that if something exploded while he was gone, which nothing did, because why would it, but if something exploded while he was gone, that there was at least another eye on it because he's going to be out of pocket. It's fair. Right. Um, and you'll yeah. just to step in like last minute to say, this, whatever. And the signing infrastructure was separate. They we were talking about like, nodes to be able to, you know, something is, uh, last minute upgrade. Something happens, blah, blah, blah. Like, like what we talked about before, it's a 24 seven job, right? It's a pain in the fucking ass. And so you can't go on a walkabout in the middle of an Island in the winter for some reason. For and a week. for a week, you can't, you literally cannot do that um, and be 100%, 100% disconnected without some help. Like it's impossible to do. Like I have a go bag that goes with me everywhere because I got a fucking just in case right everybody all, all validators carry go bags anyway so i'm watching all of null zabbix infrastructure and i was like all right some of this is pretty cool <laughs> like some some <laughs> of it's some of it's very 1980s like in terms of management but some of that you need like i want to be able to look at distemps and i want to be able to look at smart information and i want to be able to those types of things and so i'm looking at one of his structures here which is a tvl piece and i'm recognizing that i think i have one cosmos chain that's above your number Like, why am I in Evmos? I'm a, I'm number 100. My TVL says $2,800 on this, on this dashboard. What the fuck am I doing in that chain? That chain is a pain in the ass.
1: Oh, is this, you you pulled in my, uh, template? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, Like, why the fuck am I in this? Like, what, what am I doing with this chain? Like, it's not going anywhere. Like it's, it's missing like crazy. I just had a, like it, I, there's no, you can't state sync it. There's a 300 gig snapshot. Like I, I, it's just losing money every
1: month. Like, what am I doing with this thing? And and it fucking destroys drives too. It does. There's, just, there's, there's a couple of networks in here that just fucking destroy drives. I had, I had
2: to actually, I had to cancel that drive because both drives had a 200% on the utilization number and they were both overheating like crazy. It was a fucking mess of literally zero transaction blocks.
1: Someone running a website can have that server now. Fuck them they're yeah they're fucked. they're gonna they're gonna get it they're gonna look at like,
2: what the
0: hell this is so- gonna be like in 2014 when uh probably the last time i ran any bare metal like turned off the last box in 2014 and it was after i think 2013 was where we had some drive failures on stuff that i was like i've just brought up these bare metal rack stuff literally just ordered them from the provider bitcoin miners I Bet that was it i bet i was getting i'm sure up. it was yeah, yeah something i'm like sure that. it was, it was It was just Dgens, but just a different generation of Dgens, and I'm just there (laughs) trying to run some data pipelines for the government. It's like, what? Everything's fucking failing. Whatever the hard drives are failing, the fucking things going down. Or we need to run the website on a different box. It won't run. Uh, What is this? I don't want to do some of this stuff. We have have like time traveled
1: in the validated stack. We have like multiple levels of redundancy, right? And (laughs) when my when my drives get the nuke stage, I just I just let them eat until they go, but I haven't lost the drive yet. And some of them have gotten pretty fucking bad. So I I just want, also, I want to get rid of the server. I had another one that was like, kind of had some room on it. I was like, I want
2: to get rid of this thing. I guess I want to get the cost out of it too. Like, I think I was spending $200 a month on Evmos or something. Like, what am I doing?
1: Yeah. What we, we run a, so our free Evmos RPC just gets beat the fuck up as well. I don't know what people are doing with that thing, but it gets beat up and it, it like resets a lot i don't know why uh i mean i don't care because it's a free rpc so what it be um, that's like
2: it, it like a like the service reboots
1: yeah the service reboots because you, you know it, you, you would have seen like from my monitoring there you get like a restart alert. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so usually you get a restart and a uh, and a catching up alert in the, like in, early in the morning yeah but it doesn't i turn that off to come through to pager duty <laughs> yeah who cares right yeah yeah it's like Page duty is like send everything except free RPC. It's free, baby. Deal with it. E. Um, so let's let's uh let's have a topic swing. A. Yeah. Because enough about that. Our two our two viewers are here for the news. <laughs> so um thanks, Rama, again for the the news topics for the week. I know you've been chomping at the bit waiting for us to get to them and stop talking about stupid validator shit
0: before we get to the news oh a important segment. question in the chat name the classic meme for those of you listening uh, later on podcast players uh, you're gonna have to go to youtube to participate in this particular game so name the classic meme and i'm about to throw up an emoji oh okay <laughs> sorry
2: um was that an old website that used to send people when you didn't like them? Got it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I can't rem- now. I've got to remember. Well, the don't, name
0: it- don't name it. Cause then other people can't play along. Uh, no. Have you got it? Uh, it was an
2: awful, it was an awful thing. Is it still around? It must be still around. Oh yeah. Is it? <laughs> it's like a mirror. It's a different, different website. Uh, where did that come from? Why <laughs> did you just randomly? Think of that and like I have a
1: donut. I quite see
0: deprived. deprived. Anyway, so we'll come back All to right. that later. Yeah. It's now time for the drill tweet of the week. Oh yeah. Was Throw that it not
1: it? Was that not the answer?
0: In the that the answer. So no, is your turn this week? Oh wait. Say when. Nope. That is not the answer. That is the so other when, one I was thinking of. When? 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 You are right in right hand page in the middle. You're in the section. <laughs> okay, I know that's right. Toilet. Perfect. Hey, hey. Left page or right page? Right hand page, middle. Middle. Wait, then the
1: thir- the uh, the third one. The third one.
0: Okay. <laughs> the toilet feeler ruins another public restroom with his grubby hands. The toilet feeler? Is that an implement? <laughs> Maybe, Maybe it's a person. I think it's a person because <laughs> he has grubby hands. Apparently. Why do but... they have grubby hands? Uh, Who's uh, a toilet feeling toilets? I suppose. <laughs> That's uh, distinctly in the Stray Joe pile. Love it. Um yeah did, did I ever send you that that video where it's like from the drill book I can't remember what the, the second drill book where it's like Mr Mr Awesome King of the Universe or whatever it's called and um somebody's got like the AI MM to read out one of the stories from the book um and it's it's fucking great because they've just they've just put the they've just got the AI MM to read it out and they've just kind of loosely put it on the grid of I think it might be on the real Slim Shady, um, and it just just because some of the one-liners are so stupid, it just sort of has this brilliant elegance to it, where it's just like this man saw that I was not to be fucking taken seriously and stuff. But it's like in Eminem's voice. It's just what ah, I try and find the link for the for the YouTube. Uh, anyway, so no you can go back to the news. Now I'm sorry yep. for interrupting you. <laughs>
1: I mean, it is like the seventh time you've interrupted me. <laughs> I don't feel like you're sorry at all. <laughs> if it makes you feel Ney better.
0: No when- regrets. When Rama
2: was on last week, we interrupted the shit out of him too. <laughs> oh mean- yeah. Yeah, we did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How did I Rama mean- go? He's, he's like uh one of three listening good. now.
2: He's, yeah. He's not really, he doesn't really take care of plants at all. But other than that, like it was a pretty good episode. He doesn't take care of what? His plants. They're all dead. He, oh, right, like, right. Like behind him, it's all like just
1: just yeah. empty flower pots everywhere. So he I think does, just- however, take exceptional care of his lawn. <laughs> we talked <laughs> about, that. about that. We actually. did talk <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I can tell you it was
1: but
2: uh he did we did talk about that. I think only part of the lawn, actually, I think we we determined it was only just like the, the front, front, lawn. front.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look if you're just if you're just in it representing, you don't have to th- you don't have to care about the fuck fucking the back lot.
2: Yeah, you fuck the back. I agree. It
1: doesn't matter. You gotta cut the checker pattern and everything in the front lawn. <laughs> and- like I've I've seen photos of it. It'll give you like a dad chub for sure.
2: That's what he's that's yeah. what he said. He didn't show us his- well, he was gonna actually walk around the house, but then I think we got distracted by reading the news.
1: But please go ahead. Read, read oh you made one. uh you made Rama read the news last night? Yeah, week? yeah. That's why we had
2: him on, because we not want because <laughs> we didn't understand any of it. So was kind of the idea. That's why he said good luck on this one because the, honestly this this news item this is the second one here the row number 3 I read it four times I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. It was like a it was a sepkus
1: type of sepkus type of situation where I had no idea. The first one is a good one though. You should read that one. Okay, yeah, right. Well, here we go. In in Rama's words, sad day for cosmos as its largest public commons chain canto announces it's migrating to a polygon validium unsurprisingly the token pumps 13 percent on the announcement they're leaving cosmos <laughs> is this like is this one of the, i mean we've had a lot of chains that have been migrating to tendermint right like dydx
2: and we've had like all these different types of things that are moving moving towards this tool set is this one of the first ones that's moving away i can't think of any other ones that have been really migrating away from tendermint
1: i think some nft projects have but not necessarily chains but l l ones as it was yeah I mean, I assume this is this. So, I, I
2: didn't really, I didn't read much about this. I, I assume this is investment based. Like, is it technology based or is it like somebody rolled up and said, Hey, we want this dollar, we want this project. So, therefore, we're going to back a dump truck full I of money for house. I would
1: suspect that their token is not going great. Yeah. And I would suspect that they have inferred that that is due to the ecosystem, not because they've got a shit network with a shit token. So, this is. Uh, and Rama says this is the first chain they're leaving because EVMOS
2: closed source licensed their product. I, I, I do remember this being pretty much a like a fork out of EVMOS. So that means that this team is now responsible for basically rebuilding Canto as an EVM compatible chain on Polygon, or maybe they're
0: maybe they're forking which something is already
1: else. an EVM L2. Right.
0: So. Well, presumably they're just they're just basically going to fucking either fork or launch on that. Well, it's uh, just
1: a contract then, right? Exactly, yeah. So it'll be an
0: L2, so it is a chain, but it's a chain that then talks that then rolls the transactions back up, right? So they are presumably going to run that chain just so they can tell everybody to redeploy all their smart contracts. Or I guess they'll work out a way of translating the state into a genesis state and then just start the party up again on a chain. Like
1: Canto is just a general purpose EVM chain, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So they're just they're just looking for an EVM basically. They're looking for a token they control on a thing that's making blocks that's EVM. So, so both L 2 makes sense.
2: So both Rama and Ryan Sean Adams said the largest public commons chain from Cosmos. Do you
0: what's, do you know what that definition means? What is a public commons chain? It that that means that that's what is at the top of their website. And it's what they put in the email when they emailed people <laughs> and nobody has fact-checked that Canto is a shit chain. That, <laughs> well, how is it a public
2: comment? Like, wouldn't Juno be the largest public commons chain?
0: Juno would be public the commons? only public commons chain because it actually doesn't have an ownership structure around it or a foundation. Rama
2: says, "I stole Ryan's words for the meme." See, that's why. That's why. Like, well, I, I'm actually I here. It's crazy. The largest rambling public, rambling public commons chain. I, it's really, it, it's really not the largest public commons chain in the in the cosmos, right? There's a yeah. <laughs> eight. Like, I would eight, say it's a very common <laughs> chain. Maybe two hundred million dollars of Juno <laughs> lost. Lost TBL would disagree about the idea that that is the largest.
0: Public also like is your chain even public commons if it hasn't had a full fucking like plus you uh, forked it how do you
2: fork like you f-
0: <laughs> yeah if you, I, if you I, haven't had a proletarian uprising is yeah. <laughs> your chain even a commons chain bro we've had like an entire political uh, like cycle of destruction like actual politics
2: if you haven't yeah if you haven't had a a smart contract to remove funds from a Maybe exchange, maybe whale stealing, airdrop wallet. Then, is it really a public commons chain?
1: This is I, like I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out what a As fucking validium read, is.
0: that I'm going to be starting to write next month. You said, but So, um, yeah, I'm I, uh, glad you. A... You just need to come up with a. I just need a pithy title. <laughs> I'll work <laughs> like on it. it. Hey, your thesis title. Uh, we're going to work on together.
1: I'm looking. Uh, I'm like reading ahead to the next items. I'm not doing that. I'm still trying to figure out what a validium is. Uh, it's not a so not a, it looks yeah. like i don't know i should not shouldn't have gone down there but it look like the first thing i come across is like polygon wants to go zk and they're they're like transitioning the chain to zk evm validium uh, i'm just gonna back uh, out and read cool the next cool. <laughs> <laughs> reverse, like reverse reverse like reverse uh, yeah, hit the brakes on that shit well yeah. adios
2: canto i guess did it, did Evmos stock go up because uh, now that no, still down six percent today? Never mind. Yeah. Evmos is in a firm downward trend, I would say. It actually had a little bit of a pump uh, this week or last week. I think it was well, I think like everything bucked
1: the trend a little bit this week, yeah. yeah Juno, I'm too, very, right? Don't let yeah, the folks, folks the excited around. that uh, Juno went up 60 percent from yeah,
2: one percent this week, one point yeah. five cents. now it's 1.9. Hey-o. No, 19 cents. Ooh. 19 Hey-o. cents.
0: 19 cents.
1: Hey, <laughs> $44. Hey, that's Anyone? okay. Anyone? Shh. Shh. So I did a little bit of quick math before as you guys were talking about something completely fucking useless. And the uh, if for if for Juno to ATH again at $40, it would be about a market cap of $4.5 billion. <laughs>
2: that should be funny.
1: <laughs> Which is like a top 20 fucking chain. So that's but what
0: bad. you're saying could you do the same maths uh for stargaze please because these two questions i think will determine whether or not we on bond
1: hold on Stargate 50 on. cents was it 50 cents yes
2: yeah, uh well i two think it, it, it hit 52 for like a day or something like that but yeah. i think i think i thought the the realistic all-time high was like 45 or 44 we sold we sold
0: a bit of stars at 50 cents did you that, that, yeah i hold on <laughs> my <more. laughs>
2: I was I was holding on for a dollar. That was my thing. I was like, I'm selling. I thought it was gonna gonna get a dollar. Really
0: you know, it just goes to show what I fucking. I was like, I was like, well, oh, sell such- a bit. I was like, let's sell a bit, cover our AWS bill for the first few months. But um, I think this has got runway, and then like it started to go down. And I was just like, maybe we should sell a bit more because this AWS bill ain't getting smaller. <laughs> maybe a little bit more.
1: Maybe a little bit more.
0: Maybe a bit more. Maybe a bit more. And you're like, maybe we're the reason it's going down, lads.
1: I remember, uh, I remember the fray talking about the with you while I was getting a coffee on a Saturday morning about the half a million dollar airdrop problem that we had with the accountant,
0: <laughs> which is oh, yeah. no longer a problem. <laughs> well, yeah, the problem was it was all vested, so we weren't going to get it for like whatever it was, x years. Hmm. It was like, fuck, we have to pay, if we have to pay today's value, it's like half a million dollars. But what's it going to be worth in five years? And it's like, well, it could be worth millions of dollars. It's like narrator. <laughs> It was going to be worth. It was not. I guess it would be worth about thousand uh, dollars now. Ayo. I don't even want to think about what we paid on that in tax. Best not you, to. You win some. It seems to be mainly lose. <laughs> the there's the, the thing I've learned from going back through uh, the the books as I did them this week was that the the paper value. No, I've said that before. The paper value versus what's in the bank account at any given time in crypto is a widely divergent story. Like if the government ever came knocking and went, says that you've got $4 million in assets, you'd be like, yes. Which of my many shit coins would you like? <laughs> <laughs> Knock yourself so, out. You Stargaze
1: would be about $1.2 billion at ATH a- 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 again. Yeah, that, that thing with the, the shit coin is, is that like, you know, yeah. They're like, oh, you've, you've got all this money. And they're like, if you can sell it, you're going to have it. <laughs>
0: right well that's just it i was trying i was okay okay hang on a second i before i say this i need to just uh so the uh i was talking to our accountants about this and i was like well but hang on doesn't liquidity come into it right because there's no way we can actually sell any of this stuff Even in this market, like in this market, absolutely not. But like even in a bull market, it would be really hard now in the cosmos to shift any serious number of tokens. Even like the majority of positions where we have vested or compounded or anything like that. It's just like absolute fantasy to think that some of those tokens are going to get back to like, especially some of the shit coins that ended up at like $5, $10 or something like that. You're like, really? But hey, you know. That's how it works anyway. So, That's how it works. That's how it works.
1: There is apparently a stress test going on at the moment on Um, one of my test nets. On uh, one of my test nets. Secret chain number five? Yeah. Secret experiment number
2: five. Secret experiment? Our other other stress test, I think, got canceled, actually, when we were getting
1: prepped for. Everyone's like, ah, we're losing all the blocks. And the chain that makes money.
0: Ah, It's not that bad. Keep Yeah, in, we, baby. We realized that the other day. I was just like, "Oh, it's nearly time to do the really, really stressful thing where we all have to commission a bunch of servers and fuck around for four weeks."
2: I, I was, I was literally, I was researching for like three weeks on, on some fat daddy fucking bare metal, um, which I found a couple, and then had some help in finding some other ones, and had a plan for it, um, something month to month, and I'm looking at those those big old epics, 74. Ninety three seventy four 74 fs and ninety five seventy four 74 fs which are basically like two or three AMD 7950s like joined together with like a terabyte of RAM. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like just, this big dog type of things. Just for you the and hell of it, That's
0: a both got a rack. Just, just
2: cool. all PCI-5 and like just badass, like really just fast things record. to really- so- for for so, no reason, I, right? Like for no reason, for absolutely like, no reason. The thing reason. is
0: like, you look at that, like in the last one of those stress tests, right? We spent in one month, we spent like something like $16,000. We spent a huge mm-hmm. amount on one rig on AWS uh, to do that because we had to push the hardware requirements way up. It might have even be more than the $16,000. Uh-huh. Mistake. Um, so for this one, literally, I was I was trying to work out what to do. And I was like, oh, we're going to have to like do a lot of benchmarking and blah, 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 blah. And then I went to our provider and looked through their bare metal catalog and went from the box that we're currently using for mainnet and then looked up a generation and then looked Mm -hmm. up the spec sheet and went, that one's four times as expensive. That'll do.
2: That'll be fine. No (laughs) problem. That's going to be
0: absolutely fine because it's bare metal. It's going to be running for one month. It doesn't matter how much you flash the hard drive. Bring it up. I'm going to be turning that bad boy off. That's it. 12 drives over and then saying thank you very much 12 so, drives and read zero. 0
1: so sir Yellow. I've I, I've been talking uh well I've actually mentioned to you that I'm I'm looking at building some servers at the moment right yes. and they're going to be epic servers and well, EPIC, EPYC or both EPYC or both uh, really right they'll be epic as well 9004 series chips and the drives I've been looking at for those, because this one needs quite a bit of NVMe storage. Yes. And those 15 terabyte drives have a million IOPS, which is... They have a million IOPS? A million IOPS. <laughs> <laughs> is that like, what is that? Like the speed of light on every single fucking thing? Like that's- that, is, that is you can write the whole drive and unwrite the whole drive real quick. <laughs> like
0: just as many times as you want. How much is one of those drives? <laughs> A few grand uh, is so it really a, few, a million IOPS?
1: Is that a million? What million ops? Ops, yeah. Hey, and then man. when that
0: chain goes to zero, you can have a really fucking fast
2: <laughs> your game. I will have really fast <laughs> drives, yeah. You can play Counter Strike at like a million FPS. Hey, yeah. I, mean, I
0: was talking the other day about how it'd be kind of cool to get back into uh, uh what's it called online first person shooters.
1: I got a game all box that right
0: there. Time I have,
1: yeah. I still do some shit. Just so let's let's do show. let's do some quick calc. So the most expensive thing in this server is drives, right? Yeah. So if I get 15 of the 15 terabyte drives. 15 of the 15 terabyte drives. Oh, sorry, 12 of the
2: fi-
0: 12. Holy shit. Oh, sorry, 15 is too many, but 12, that's a reasonable number. Uh,
1: so that's uh, uh that's okay. a lot of money. Okay, so it's about, I okay, guess, so, say the, it's 18 grand a drive. Say the server is going to be about 20 grand, right? <laughs> so... So uh, at one hundred and twenty-five dollars at one hundred and twenty-five dollars a month, yeah. it would only take one hundred and sixty months for a uh, <laughs> what to to recoup the cost of of one of those drives or all those drives of one so, of those uh, of the <laughs> server <laughs> to recoup the the cost of the server at the current tick of a two hundred k. Uh, Look, TV like, so, so really
0: if i can summarize the last hour nile has spent uh, an hour very vigorously and moralistically <laughs> defending the position of why you need to keep a server on to basically present an hour of conclusions that suggest you should be turning off <laughs> every validator that you currently run not shopping for twenty thousand dollars servers.
2: i do think that your idea of being able to move validators to the down under like that idea is a cool idea, and there's not a lot of infrastructure that's run out of Australia. From and down and down. That's and a and I think <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, it will make you absolutely nothing more, and will probably make you lose more.
1: It it'll definitely make me lose more like, money.
2: Like I don't think it. Like I think people love to talk that game, and like we have other you know partners who like and, and like you have chains who really want to push towards. Decentralization. They want these nodes in Central Africa, or they want it in South America, or they want it in Central America, or they want it in Australia. They're like difficult places to be able to host because of either infrastructure or just the speed of light, right? Um, and I think those those gains probably are less than the cost associated with those, unfortunately.
1: So to match the bandwidth of all of my current dedicated bare metal. <laughs> yeah. right. At an Australian data center would cost me about fucking eight grand a month.
2: Yeah. It's like, it's like basically they have to, they have to run new fiber just for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, no, we're going to have to run a boat and they're going to have to drop this <laughs> piece of glass. You're going to yeah,
1: have to like uh, double the, <laughs> the, double the fucking subterranean fucking <laughs>
0: bandwidth.
2: Well, Forty percent is going to King nodes, and the other percent is going to
0: TV so. Like, station. But, okay, I'm not going to advocate for AWS. <laughs> we've been there, we've done that. I was wrong. Whatever. Let's move on. Well, <laughs> you know, we, still, we still run AWS for some stuff. To be fair, I, I actually, for things like signers, really good idea. Still, anyway, it's I would run
1: bad. AWS if
2: I could figure it out at all. We, we run one science. signer. We run one signer at AWS too.
0: There's nothing wrong yeah. with
2: that. I think it, it, it's redundant. Somebody else is somebody else is staying up all night watching that shit, right?
1: Hmm.
0: exactly i think if cosmos were making more money we'd basically complete our move from like tmkms works for us so whatever man right but like i think in a like super ideal you know cosmos is absolutely smashing it set up we'd finish our migration to we've played around with horcrux but never migrated to it fully we just have three signers in different aws regions maybe one in gcp yolo and then just never worry about it again, right? And just bring right. up the odd one, bin the odd one, just, just on a rolling basis, right? But, but, so there's a big gap between, there's a big like gap of options, there's a gulf of different options between a fully AWS and, and you know, this insanity that Nile's talking about with having to run your own undersea cables. And I know, a bit of exaggeration, but even so, like, yeah, back to the the reason that this this whole business is difficult is because you can't ever plan as a business, your income, right? You have yep. no idea what you gonna be making in a month, two months, three months, six months, a year, right? And we've all had the thing where people try to market their chain to you, right, as a validator that has some uh, notion of professionalism around them or some whatever it is that means that people sometimes will approach you and be like, we're interested in you guys being a part of our genesis, Mm-hmm. You know that all of that marketing and everything, like you get that as a validator too, where everybody is, you know, especially at the moment, uh, to, to a certain extent for a lot of chains, like shilling them to you, right? Um, but in amongst all of this, like there's this question of, like, well, yeah, back to I, I get null, you know, you've got an ongoing, you know, never turn off, especially not in a bear market, so you can just ignore this bit because you obviously hate making money so (laughs) there's a question of like well you should probably actually (laughs) optimize for infrastructure providers and infrastructure uh, and and build your entire stack as a business in such a way that look if you do find that everything does actually pretty much go to zero and you and you really are like it ain't getting up lads that you can on a three-month time scale sort of reduce your infrastructure costs and your core business costs as close to zero yourself as possible, apart from, you know, totally fixed costs. I don't know if you have, like, phone contracts and offices and, and stuff, you know, that kind of normal stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But that's the big attraction, I think, it always was for us, to a certain extent, for AWS. It was like, well, look, if everything does prove to be very, very ephemeral, well, we're not sitting here right <clears throat> writing... Well, I mean, I know in America, you can write down the servers in a different way, so it's very tax-advantaged, right? But yeah. here you can't. I don't want to be sitting around. I mean, nobody where nobody, we're we going back to doing more traditional corporate consulting, and we've just got loads and loads of tin sitting around that we're having to do asset re- uh, reconciliation on. We'd be like, this tin is useless to us. What the fuck?
1: Well, you, you really you need you, to be making money to be able to write something off. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't run a business. You really don't run a business based off of like I, I've said this in the past.
2: You don't. You try not to run a business based off of tax consequences associated to losses. <laughs>
1: Like, like that's yeah. Not it's really it's the more way. carrying forward losses yeah, than yeah. what it is getting a tax write-off. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> so
0: about write uh, write down the cost of servers. Yeah, but writing them the down is again, it's a
1: cost. I mean, yeah, the, the depreciation's against your balance sheet, but if your balance sheet's already negative, it just makes it more negative. Doesn't, fucking, it no, doesn't it should, matter. Yeah yeah, 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 you have yeah, to be yeah,
0: yeah. making yeah. money, and then you can write it. Yeah, well, right, I mean, right. Well, because we're a business, we 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 still actually astonishingly do make money. But you know,
2: just, I, I mean, honestly, we we. So to, to that point like we used to run like i used to have like 12 month contracts at a bunch of different agreements um for servers and things like that and I, all those are month now month to month like i'm trying to get i'm even willing to pay more month to month just to try to get out of long-term contracts because you, sh- you have no without that visibility and without any sort of um before when we had like some sign we had growth and you had like at least uh things were moving at a decent positive if you look if you step back right it was obviously ups and downs but you have like at least a, a, a general growth aspect of things you you would say all right this is willing to i'm willing to take a 20 discount on this these set of this infrastructure because of this um because of a contract but i'm away from all that it's all now everything <laughs> everything could go away tomorrow and i'm willing for it to go, <laughs> go away tomorrow
1: so just just for the listeners though um we're not crying poor all of us here run out of profit uh but Probably not from validating, <laughs> yeah. but, um, you know, we're, we're not dire, we're not going to go away tomorrow. So don't be worried about tomorrow. that, dear listener.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's that yeah. thing of like, you're all a lot of what you have to do in any market is, or any kind of field is to find you, find, you do a thing initially, right. To learn the market and to mm-hmm. network and meet people and. You know get your feet under the table and then eventually you find out what you're actually what your actual value add is or the thing people actually need and you do that instead. and yeah, to some extent, I think yeah, less so now because I think for 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 us that certainly became smart contract engineering, which unfortunately now is not there's nothing really that's profitable about that for for us and the way we operate, which is a bit of a shame. Um, and so we're in a bit of an impasse with that, I suppose. Where you know, whatever. But for other people, the example would be getting into validating sell RPCs, right? Which can be pretty profitable if you have people who who want to pay for that. Or well, institutional validation, validation is another thing you can do. That's you learn validation network market to different people. Run institutional nodes. That's a perfectly valid different market strategy, I suppose.
1: The King blockchain PTY L T D we supplement our validator losses by selling feet picks on OnlyFans. <laughs> I hope I hope of your significant other. We 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 we, fa- I mean, we found our we found our value and our product market. markets. <laughs> Validatorfeetpicks.com <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh so the, actually uh, what yeah yeah i, I, I mean we've we've done all right our with gym. we've done all right with uh rpc nodes and like other types of things but even that like that i don't consider that a that's not a revenue that's a revenue that like keeps the lights on it's not revenue that i think is it's not life-changing revenue in any sort of way and it's not even like it's not even revenue that i would i would look at like a um an executive type role and say this is this is worth it um it's not, that's not, it's not worth it. Least, let me rephrase that. It's not, it's not an executive type of role where you would say, this is like, it's a crazy amount of revenue that, that like makes it, makes it um, a slam dunk. Like it's still like anything else. Like, it, and, and even with some of those types of projects, like we talked about validator, some of the stress associated RPC is even higher uh, because you are, you're providing a service that, um, that really can have very little or zero downtime. Um, like a validator can miss blocks. It's not the end of the world, right? You know I mean? There's, there's redundancy built in this network. RPC is going down. That chain is like, depending on what that RPC is used for, um, uh, and, and the importance of that and in, in kind of the project that chain is dead. Um, and that, that, that means that, that, that that's a user experience issue. That means people get frustrated with that. And that has a lot, honestly, has a lot more impact, I think, than, than a single validator missing blocks. Like who gives a shit? Um, And so some of the stress associated to that, like I feel more stress from the RPC side than I do on the validator side. There's no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, you don't want to don't want to let your customers down. Fuck no. Okay, let, let, let's uh, let's let's. Graham uh, is getting upset, and I don't want to lose him. So um, he w- he works for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we work for him now. We,
0: this is another one uh, of those. Actually, like, have we paid him, need him need yet? Somebody more than they need you. And we haven't. really paid him yet. Yeah. yet? Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> You, you, i don't oh, want to let him i feel like he spends time out.
2: writing
1: this stuff and i just it's a partnership yeah feels it's a ups. partnership
2: yeah no i, he, I agree
1: he, okay he feels like i can feel the vibe in the room he's, he's, that's what that emoji
0: <laughs> that's what that emoji was earlier is, is the he emoji is he dm partnership <laughs> <The two laughs> he's not the ring of partnership so the, i'm gonna start
1: shit you asshole i'm gonna go all the way to the bottom to something that i can actually fucking understand more than what the other two are the, the other so one has no idea so Circle rugs Noble by launching their native stablecoin issuance on a Polkadot parachain asset hub, which can be transferred to other parachains via its XCM protocol. I don't see how that's a, a total rug. It's not, isn't that a different ecosystem? I thought so too. Yeah, I read that. <laughs> yeah. All right, That's the one you did in-
2: understand? That was the one I didn't understand.
1: In- Injective announces the launch of in there EVM, Hoping to tap into ETH liquidity and developers by enabling them to deploy applications on injective rollups. This will enable this. This will enable ETH to Cosmos composability via IBC. Isn't that composable? I don't know. Is it? I uh, no! Well, composable is Polkadot, isn't it? Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just okay. want to
0: observe that 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 uh, I don't think we ha- have it on anymore, but the. Um, <laughs> The Rainier Wolf Castle, you know, that's the joke. Uh, is that's the joke? That's yeah, The joke. The, 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 okay. thing, the thing with the circle rugs, noble. Yeah, isn't it a different ecosystem? That's the joke. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a joke. Idea.
1: idea. That's yeah. the joke. Mm-hmm. So, um, funny. Something else that happened in in injective this week that I, you know, is another talking point. Um, so they have a a government's proposal out at the moment. <laughs> okay, let, let me start. They they yes. have a trade and earn program, right? And it's like something to do with you know you do some trading, you earn points, and then you get like um, you know rewarded based on the amount of points you accrue over the month. And then there are some um, wallets that are just like wash trading with each other to accrue all the points and then get paid the rewards. Which when you when you read that there's a uh, a Program to incentivize trading, mm. you would assume that that's exactly what people are going to do. <laughs> it's
0: just Steve, it's all Steve.
1: But anyway, there's a uh, there's a proposal out to like nullify the points on those um, those addresses, which I found quite interesting. Um, anyway, so, sir, so this number two, uh, have you like, do you, does it make any sense to you at all?
0: I, no, I read, a I, read, fucking a read in um, yeah. I read it, I read it four times, I read it, I read this. I, can, I, can, read it. I can, can read it. I can go for this one. Oh, Doctor Do you uh, do you get it? Eclipse FND announces they've managed to get the Power Rangers together and have morphed into Dino Megazord, uh, utilizing as much of the crypto technology as possible to ensure it is as hard as possible to build. Uh, so they're using Ether's settlement layer, execution via Sol- Solana's VM, Celestia for data availability, whatever the fuck that means, and risk Z- ZK proofs. And additionally, well to the Spaniard winner seb Kuss will be marketing be the spokesperson for the for the protocol because winners use eclipse fnd that's going to be there so a I, I feel like i feel and, like this question question the question sorry now but i question i think you're having is am i a winner right do you feel insecure about whether or not you can even use eclipse fnd right no matter what it is, that's not important. You want to be a part of this. You're already sold, but you're like, am I cool enough? Am I a winner? And no, you need to go, go into the bathroom, right? Look into the mirror and say, I am a winner. And then immediately get your credit out and go and buy some, whatever fucking tokens this shit chain is.
1: I would rather take a video of what you just said and take it into the mirror and you telling me that I'm a winner. It feels more like endearing. Now, this Eclipse FND sounds to me like somebody sitting in a. podcast.
0: podcast no, you know this. What? What's the, What's the? We're only winners on this podcast. What's the line yeah. from Wolf of Wall Street? I don't ask you to, to judge me on my winners. No winners. I ask you to judge me on my losers because there are so few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my counters wish that was true of our fucking business strategy, Andrew. There's so few of them.
1: So Eclipse FND seems to me like one guy sitting in a very large warehouse on a seat in the middle of said warehouse making like one of those quilted fucking blankets, like sewing it together with all the little squares of pictures what, of houses a, and shit. Hey, a
0: quilt, you mean? A quilt. Yeah. Like one <laughs> well, of like those- a quilted blanket. Also known as a quilt. <laughs> like a quilt.
1: Well, you it. know, a quilt <laughs> could just be like a big piece of fabric, right? But I'm talking uh, about the little square ones where they take like a little yeah. square of a house and a little square of a dog and a little square of a fucking garden and then they sew it all together, and that's your life. I think that is
2: a definition of a quilt. Yeah, a quilt yeah, is a quilt. A
1: yeah. They're quilting. It's <laughs> F- the quilt a- a- defined, a quilting.
0: actually, by the, by the shape, by the triangle, because if you buy one from a shop, right, it obviously doesn't have, like, your grandma's sewn in a bunch of stuff to it, but it still it's- has those triangular pockets, doesn't it? Uh, not triangular. Square. They're fucking squares on there. They're just on there. What the fuck? <laughs> that like, shape? What is this? What <laughs> is the shape? Is is it equal size? Looks like or that. Is like, this is this is going to equals- be in six months' time when I have my my uh, my transition viva They're going to be like final question. uh Good good job on the cryptography. <laughs> what is this? What we is saw it on our quilt this morning when we were just thinking about getting up and coming into the doing your viva We were like let's just ask somebody who should know about that. It's, and it's, like, a, <laughs> it's a, it's a fucking, it's, it's, a, a, flat rhombus. Cube. it's a rhombus. I,
1: I remember this from the eclipse FM, the
0: fucking white paper. <laughs> it's, fucking two, it's a two dimensional tesseract. It's a, it's a rhombus. <laughs> it's a de- uh, it is actually goodness. a two dimensional tesseract. No, that's true.
1: Um, I, I read this Stephen XYZ. David says not, not all quilts are patchwork. See, I was right. Is that true? Uh, anyway, I read this uh, is like the squares put all together. That's quilted I think that's sure. a quilt. Cool, all right. I did but read it this. Doesn't necessarily I didn't really have to be like a fucking scrapbook is what I'm saying. <laughs> I did read this, <laughs> uh,
2: this tweet and also the follow on mirror. X, Y, Z long 25 page uh, kind of poster on this. And I, it was so fucking degen
1: I felt like I, I needed to take a shower after reading this. Like it was, it was skin can you can you believe that we're up to episode eighty of this shit?
0: What are we going to do? At episode hundred? That's the big fucking question.
1: Shut it down. Turn it, it around. Shut it down.
2: Going to ninety nine,
0: straight to the end, straight, straight to, to the, the zero. Uh, straight in the we should Straight to the warehouse.
1: We should. We should. At what point do we start to hit like that? parabolic curve of like followers and shit because they say like your first couple of years you know your first year you have like you know 10 viewers and your second year you have like 20 viewers and your fourth year you've got like 7 million viewers w- when do we get the 7 million is that the fourth
0: <laughs> I-, I think you year, have though? to hit the algorithm which requires not getting demonetized every single episode <laughs> or swearing or any of the other many things that we do like fucking constantly. Fuck man.
1: I don't know about any of that shit. That is like, that sounds technical. uh,
0: Sorry. I know we're talking about the news. We just had a, a comment about winners from Ben Davis saying, did Coos really win when his teammates gifted it to him? Well, Ben, uh, Ben, if his teammates gifted it to him, then a, they would have, well, they, well, they, they look, he opened the gap. He opened the gap. They didn't open the gap to take red. And he held red. Whether or not Jonas Vingergaard could have taken the G- the red off him is another question. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I think gifted would be a bit strong. Anyway,
1: I honestly do not know what in the fuck you're talking
0: about. Is this football again? <coughs> football. <laughs> football. <laughs> football. I went to an Aussie rules game once. It was totally baffling, and I was like, "This is what happens when you just." let a bunch of lads in the sunshine with beer just do their own thing. And then I looked it up and the rules for Aussie football have been standardized for longer than the rules of like association football. And I was like, what? My I am shooketh.
1: We're organized over here, man. The The good thing about AFL, if you'd kindly stop saying Aussie rules, that's fucking something else,
0: is that- Wait, what's the, first- what's, what's, what's the difference between Aussie rules and AFL? We call it AFL.
1: It's AFL. Australian Football League. That's the footy. Right, but that's Aussie rules. No. Mm. No. It's it's slightly on. different Which one's the I one think.
0: where it's not rugby and it's not football? It's AFL. Rugby, but, is but also Aussie rules. rules. <laughs> yeah, right. It's rugby, but you can kick it. The footy. Yeah. yeah. The, the, so anyway, the, the rules are boys and we boys. That's, that's, <laughs> those are the rules that were standardized 150 years ago.
1: So I find AFL quite fucking boring on the TV. But really? if you go and see it live, it's I've great. Been, I've been to Bay a Florida game is, beating each other up in the like on the outfield and everything. Um Yeah,
0: I've been, yeah. I've, been to, I've been to see it a couple of times. It, I've it been, to, I've been to a couple baffling. of um, yeah, times. Baseball is the shit. Baseball is the one that makes sense live. I've tried to watch it on the TV and it is the direst shit
2: ever. But no, it, baseball, you go, you go, you drink and you hang out and you yeah, but, on and like well, and actually, the game is there.
0: Yeah, in the t on the TV, yeah. it's dreadful. But like any time I get a chance yes. to go and see a baseball game in person, I will go because it is fucking great. Uh, yeah, I seen like I think yeah. it seemed like a couple in Arizona and a couple of Giants games in NSF SF and
2: that's like that's like an American football. American football, you actually go to go to the game like you're watching like because it's exciting. Baseball, you're going to drink and hang out, and then there's something that's going on. That's how I remember the footy too because I remember getting really <laughs> we were we were watching,
1: but we were there was a lot of beer flowing and things like that there too. That fucking American football seems so fucking lazy. They really like, ah, oh, fuck, man. They just like they hike and then they like do one minute, one well, thirty seconds of work and then they like have a break for five minutes while they find their line. It's the slowest, I mean, the most boring down shit ever. Yeah, it's just like no, rock over
0: no, no. and carry on. That's like you just push, yeah, the, push the people like over, it. grab Eat the gum, ball and boys,
1: crazy. That would never That's be. That wouldn't stuff. survive in rugby. Fucking hell, yeah, no. it's too big. Crazy yeah. athleticism, though,
2: more than it's I think any seconds. other sports. Seriously. But I mean, look at look at the athleticism in there more than rugby. You're just I mean, there's some athleticism there, but you're they wear all that shit. Joe like, Lomu can yeah, spin
0: nearly as fast as an Olympic sprinter whilst being a tank. I mean, <laughs> there's there is a lot of anyway. I, I know I'm not even that into rugby. I don't even know why I'm why I'm why I'm standing for it. Um <laughs> I stand for it. I don't know what. Do Game of notes. I don't know why I'm doing this. Really, like <laughs> really,
2: everything. Oh, man. That
0: would be, that would be, that would be one of the t-shirts of all time. Um. So yeah. Holy
2: shit. Cosmoverse is coming in a couple of weeks. Huh?
1: It's already, it's so do Do you think Jeez. that like the, the casual do punter, do you think the casual punter who, who happens upon our little, little group chat here, like, do you think that this would discourage or encourage people from crypto? Uh, I hope discourage um, do we like provide we any value
2: the- I, I talked <laughs> a sh- I talked back to that OmniFlix thing where we talked about this morning. I talked a ton about gaming notes today um and and sisla from OmniFlix backed me up as well because I was talking about like like, you know, like we're not chilling and all this type of stuff and and kind of what's going into it but I think I think we're providing a service. <laughs>